Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, the Addicted, and the Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. Every day I get to help women rise and find their own healing despite their circumstances. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. If you're looking for just betrayal topics, catch me on my former podcast where there are four years of golden content, all for free at your fingertips. All right, let's do this. We are going to be talking about honesty, transparency, and vulnerability with Isaac Curry. And I've invited Isaac to be here uh, because I found a video that he posted that went viral and uh, my boyfriend actually sent it to me and said, this makes sense to me Uh, because uh, I'll share why Um, I am a a seeker of honesty, like most of us. And um, your description of it I think hits different than any description I've heard. And so let me tell you who Isaac is. Um, He spent 23 years traveling the entire country in various parts of the world, sharing the gospel of Jesus and serving others. He has a passion to nurture people, their purpose and their relationships to life. His audience transcends races, ethnicities, cultures, and continents. Isaac has invested passion and interest in the greater Memphis and Northern Mississippi area. He is the husband of Alana, Curry and also the proud father of Sela and Jean. He's a graduate of Lane College, Duke University, and Princeton Theological Seminary. He's the author of Invisible Disabilities How to Conquer What Is Conquering You with and No Regrets, How to Foolproof Your Dating Life. So you sound like you have lots of wisdom, and I'm really narrowing (laughs) it down to this little tiny bit. Um, but I'm excited to have you here and, and have the conversation. Well, thank you for inviting me. I think this would be a fruitful conversation, but thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Of course. Well, um, Isaac, we don't know each other well. And so I wanted to just quickly explain why your video stood out to me and to my boyfriend. So I was married, uh, for, two decades to someone. And we really struggled with this piece, the honesty, the transparency and vulnerability. And uh, after some betrayal in affairs, uh, we sought help in therapy and started to learn more about what does it actually mean to be vulnerable or transparent or honest. And yet it still wasn't coming through like in different pieces, right? Because you go a whole lifetime, maybe hiding and, and Mm -hmm. closed down in protection mode. And then when you say, no, open up, it's safe. Mm -hmm. If, if you choose to be honest, you're actually going to find that connection that you may seek. Uh, It was really, really hard for us both. I didn't approach it um, the best and he didn't approach it the best. And we, we ended up um, ending that relationship for different reasons, but honesty has always been this value inside of me that I couldn't necessarily divide up maybe how you have, but it's something that I've sought in all the people that I make connections with. And I just want that. um, I want to feel safe with people. And that is something that it feels safe 
And yet when I say, I just need you to be honest, I just need transparency. Why can't you just be more vulnerable? A lot of like those three words can mean so many different things to different people that it's like, I don't even know what you're asking for. (laughs) You know, you you make a a very good point and thank you for, you know, your transparency and and sharing about your life. And I think that uh, for a person who has not ever seen vulnerability modeled, you're speaking foreign language. And I think, and you you use the term that I think is very important. Um, You said, open up, it's safe. And so this conversation, it was just a clip of what you saw, but it was a larger conversation. My wife and I have a podcast, Cultivating Nakedness, right? And we're just almost three years married, right? She has trauma from her past. I have trauma from my past. Men and women kind of observe their trauma different ways often. You know, we we can be in trauma and we, we, we don't see it as tra- traumatic, but it impacts how we do life. Yes. It impacts how we communicate or don't communicate or what we don't consider to be toxic. Although this is, we consider this to be normal, but this is toxic behavior, right? And I think the the, and I say that because the name of this particular podcast was, I need to feel safe with you. <laughs> so when you say it's safe, I was like, okay, that's a conversation. That's it right there is that. Uh, and, and I'll say this, and I believe I have my wife's permission is that my wife is an honest woman. And, you know, when I say it, when I say it around her, she smiles because when I say my wife wrestles with being transparent and will fight being vulnerable. And and then everybody's kind of like, huh? It's like yeah. she, she's she's an honest woman, but when it comes to kind of showing a little bit of what she's wrestling with or what she's thinking, which means that she has to risk, you know, in front of people, yo, she will clam up really quickly. But if you're talking about being vulnerable, and we'll we'll explain this through our conversation, I'm just gonna come back to this. I'm gonna come back to this point. Like, yo, vulnerability is something that we, her and I wrestle with in our marriage, in our relationship, because I'm fighting for it. And mm-hmm. she's, she knows internally, like, this is a, is a necessary thing, but outwardly it's like, it's resistance because it's a very, very scary thing. Right. Yeah. And I, and I want to be able for us to be able to kind of talk about that because I think that for you, as you mentioned, being in a relationship and there was infidelity, mm-hmm. you know, many times when we experience that, it's kind of hard to move to another situation or another relationship and try to practice all of that again without the fear of it happening again. Yes. Because being vulnerable is risky. It, it, it requires taking a risk, right? And the one thing I will say about being vulnerable and we'll talk about the, the, the differences is that the big thing about being vulnerable is that it requires you to put yourself in a position of weakness. Mm-hmm. And one reason why men are reluctant, not all, I'm not saying bulletproof, 100 proof, but one reason why men wrestle with being vulnerable is that exact reason. It requires them to intentionally put themselves in a position of weakness. And we're also taught at the same time in culture that as a man, you should never show weakness. 
we don't we don't make the connections we, like we're not that intelligent where we're just going to make all of the connection it's just that we're brought up to move a certain way but if you're talking about opening myself up with the risk of judgment with the risk yeah. of three of these things with the risk of you turning like as a man if my like my, my father i didn't have my father in my life so the way i look at departure is different than the way other people look at departure when people leave my life, it hits me different. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about opening up and telling you that something about me that may run the risk of you walking away, mm -hmm. I, I'm likely not going to do that. And I don't fully know why, because not every man is just so in tune with his emotions that he can articulate what he's thinking. But for me, and I'll give it back to you, what really brought us to this place is the conflict my wife and I have experienced because we dated on, off and on for eight years um, is the conflict that we experienced in our relationship and our journey uh, and what God has been able to do for us in in the redemption process now but also is I am a recovering liar mm. you see that that's vulnerable yeah. Now I run the risk of a million conversations that you have in your head about me. No, like when I when I when I write in my book, when I talk to people like growing up and as a young adult, I know how to manipulate to get situations and get people to do what I want them to do. So I know how to tell you what you want in order to get what I need. That has been a survival tactic for Isaac majority of his life. So for me being where I am today, I can walk into any situation knowing that I could do a lot of things. I can tell you what you want to people think a lot of people growing up will think that they know me, but they only know what I show them. So they'll say, man, Isaac, you know, great man, loving my best friend. But they know really very little about me because I know how to exist or coexist with you. You think you're really close to me, but you only have what I want you to have because I don't really trust people. So taking a step back for me, to be brutally honest, I have to be able to say, well, you don't just want me to be honest with you because that's not enough. Because if you want me to be honest with you, then I can be honest with you and you still not get the fullness of who I am. Like I can be, I can tell you and honest, and that's where the statement, and just leading, that's where the statement of breaking everything down. So let me give it back to you because I can talk all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. I I really am finding a lot of value in your perspective, especially your vulnerability of saying, you know, this is who I was and this yeah. is who I am yeah. and, and who you work to be. I'm sure every day, just like all of us trying to be a better version of ourselves. Yeah. Um, a lot of what you said resonates because I think just as humans, it's most of us uh, weren't raised. I think very few people I've ever talked to had that emotional intelligence from their parents and had safe conversations. And so right. uh, I think it's this, it's this mass of us who are trying to really figure this out and say, mm -hmm. I want to do it different. And our kids hopefully can do it even better that's than we it. are. <laughs> that, that, that's it. For me, my dilemma, the turning point is to say, you know, God, I want to do this different. 
I, I want something different out of my life. And if I am going to have something different out of my life, out of my family, nobody in my family have been married before, like to be where I am in my life, um, this is different than the history, than my lineage. So how can I do things different? I'm going to risk, even in ministry, again, it, like I risk often just telling the truth about my um like my addiction or my bondage to to sex mm. the lust all all my life because I was introduced to it at six years old mm. but every time you know I'm, I'm I, I share something like that it's not always received well from everyone but there it's received what I've come to learn from the people who need to receive it but it hurts though because I will you know, also see people who will kind of say something about that. And many times I've learned it's because they have not seen healthy before. Mm-hmm. And when you have not seen healthy, when someone does something what appears to be radical and tell you their truth and not want anything in return, um, not everybody responds well. And sometimes in relationships that happens is that you want something different so badly with the person you're with. They've never seen anything beyond what they've seen. So you now you have tug of war um, mm-hmm. in a relationship or in a marriage because you're like, hey, um, we can coexist. We can, like with my wife, like it arrived to a point where it's like, we can do this and you still not know who I am. Like we can be, and not really know like my, like what I'm thinking, like what yeah. I'm feeling, my insecurities. We can, we, and more people than not rush they speed date and they rush into relationships and we move in and we say, I do. And, and you still don't really fully know that person or they have not given you a commitment that says I'm committed to sharing who I am with you. And some, and many, and that's kind of where we get, I need to feel safe with you. And, mm-hmm. and a woman, she will submit. My perspective is a woman will be submissive to a man who she feels safe with. Mm-hmm. If she does not feel safe, it will show it. It will show in the way of being in control, you know, like having needed to know details of everything. But a woman, when she feels safe, and we were just kind of my wife and I was talking about different things because a man, when he doesn't feel safe, and I've experienced this before, it's like I'm going to disengage. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not going to give you details. I'll be reluctant to. And many times it's because when the last time that I tried to share my heart with you or share my thoughts, you didn't you didn't quite handle it well. And what I've come to understand is there's sometimes women don't even recall the, that time. Right. Because it, it's it's so small. And and that's where you get that back and forth. But um if I can say this, Ashlyn, just so that our hearers know, the clip that you saw simply said that an honest person will tell you the truth if you ask them. A transparent person will show you the truth if you look. But a vulnerable person will offer you the truth and you never have to reach, ask, inquire. Mm. And that's important to me because we have come to 
move about in our personal lives and even in our relationships, family and all relationships, thinking that honesty is the only thing. Yeah. It's the foundation. Because I, because when this clip, you know, million something views in like a week, you had a lot of people from every part of life had all their perspective. Now, mind you, there were many men, and this 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 says something. There were many men. They you know men are, they usually don't respond to a lot to relational things. You know, they see it, but they don't engage it. There were many men. Was like, yo, I I rock with this. This makes sense. I like this. Thank you. Let me share this with. So the fact that you like, you know, your boyfriend, I'm like, we need to pay attention because like, I'm looking, I'm like, I didn't know. Like, I just, not just, but it's what I understand to be true. And it's like, so I have a, for transparency, you don't see it now, but in that video, my eye was a little lower because I have something they call myasthenia gravis. And every now and then I have an episode where it messes with my eyes where I can't quite see straight. During this episode, I was having an episode which requires me to tilt my head a certain way. Everybody doesn't notice it, but certain people do. And so when I talked about being transparent, I I had to take my glasses off and tell my wife and say, now, if you're looking at me, then I'll tell you because I usually don't have a conversation about this unless people stare at me long enough and I know they're looking at my eye because it's crisscrossing or something. Okay. And, that's, and, and that makes me feel insecure. Mm-hmm. And so I was just saying that an honest person, if you ask me, I'll tell you. That's what an honest person does. You ask me and I'll give you the truth. But a transparent person, if you're looking in the direction, you're looking in my eyes, then I will stop and I will tell you hey, this is what's going on with me. But a vulnerable person, mean, meaning that my wife is not even in the room, you know, you make a phone call, I'm really feeling low, I'm really feeling down, and I, I feel like I look ugly. A conversation that I have with my wife. And that's vulnerable because she would not have known otherwise. And I think we want vulnerability but we don't know how to arrive there, right? And so one thing that is true is honesty is a decision. Transparency is taught, but vulnerability can only be caught. What do I mean by this? Everyone has an opportunity to be honest. Mm If you, if you, if you lie, that was a decision. I don't care if somebody put a gun to your head. I don't care what the situation, it's a decision. We all choose to tell the truth. Transparency is something that, you know, you can teach your child. You can teach someone how to be transparent. Just, you know, share what you're thinking. Tell, you know, tell me what you're thinking or ask them a question and get them elaborate. But vulnerability must be modeled. And that's the problem. In order to be vulnerable, you can't go find the book, the self-help book, and they say, just do these things. That doesn't work. Not, Not for a man's man who was raised in a home where they don't say, I love you. They don't kiss. 
They don't talk about what happened. They just sweep it under the rug. You know, like for the young lady who in her family, when she's been abused and they still don't talk about like vulnerability must be cultivated. It has to be modeled. And then when you see it modeled for my wife, for example, so my wife is reluctant to be vulnerable, but we've talked about this and we laugh about it. Every time before we do a podcast that requires us to get, get really nitty gritty, we have an argument. Because <laughs> she knows, she's like, she knows. Yeah, I love it. I love Cause she loves the response of people after you're vulnerable. Cause they're like, thank you. Yeah. But when we're about to do it, oh man, I get all the resistance. <laughs> but she will also tell you, I see, I see how I see, I see what you're doing and I see how you are. Cause I don't wait on her to be vulnerable. Like, although she's, she's my partner, I'm still vulnerable about me in situations that I don't, you, you don't get to be in control of what people think. You don't get to be in control. Like the thing about vulnerability, and I, I feel like I'm just talking so much. The thing about vulnerability is that it's risky. I'll say this for the listener. It's, risk, it's risky. But if you're unwilling to be vulnerable, if you're not healed enough, whole enough to be vulnerable, meaning that what comes with it, some people may not respond well. Some people may respond. If you're not healed or whole enough to be vulnerable, then you might you might want to work on on healing first because you don't just go from zero to vulnerability. You don't just go from zero to let me tell you my life story. <laughs> it's an environment. You need you need an environment that that slowly must be cultivated. It, it, it vulnerability is grown in environments where we work at this. Now, please. I'm sorry. I like that. And it's funny because I have a podcast called You'll Never Regret Being Vulnerable. And it, there was a lot of pushback on it because uh-huh. the, the response sometimes when we're vulnerable isn't always positive. And mm. yet that's part of the, there's still no regrets because you're learning who people are. You're learning more about yourself. And yep. so although it is terrifying, uh, I am with you on that. It's, I have learned how to be more transparent with where I'm at, but in sharing my inner world. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and the vulnerability absolutely for me was modeled by a therapist and the people I started surrounding myself with and showing up. And, and I started all of my friendships changed from surface level fun to fun, but deep. And, and I know what's going on in their inner world with no judgment because they're doing the same for me. Yo, you're, you're speaking. I just hope that your listeners hear what you just said, because your relationships, when you choose, you, when you choose this, your relationships change, either, either they will dissolve, mm-hmm. or they would no longer be surface level for me, people, you know, my friends and family and you know, people I do life with, they laugh at me because I often say I don't, I don't do small talk well. I, I loathe small talk. <laughs> it's something so meaningless about it. But I, will, I, I love to, to have meaningful conversation, though. And I love to invest in, in relationships where, like you said, like 
it's we have depth because majority of my life I was able to manipulate relationships to where all of these relationships were surface level and we I think as a culture are taught you know just kind of you use this relationship for what you need and you use this and you and you know from our professional life and it bleeds over into our relationships our family and all of that and your circle it has you can't really be vulnerable by yourself it's like a, it's like an environment it's a it's a community now i am leading this in my own life and the people around me are attracted to it and many times they don't even know this is like man something different about this it's really man it's freedom what we desire what i desire is freedom and you really can't be free hiding behind a mask. Okay, I want to stop you here because this is something that I hear at my world of infidelity and helping women come and move past that, right? And find their own healing. There is a lot of this talk, like, um, especially if they're trying to repair within the relationship, the, the person who has betrayed is very, I want this freedom. And I don't need to tell you everything. And, and the woman gets exactly like you said, I've done this myself. I'm going to get um, like detective mode. I'm going to know what's going on. Where are you at? Um, what time are you going to be home? Oh, wait, things went, things are different. You're five minutes late. Where are you? Um, it's an awful place to live. And I lived there for a short time. Um, right after the infidelity in my marriage, because I was angry. I didn't know how I didn't have any tools to really help me yeah. uh, to say, Hey, I need, I need more and I'm safe, but really I wasn't safe either. Right. 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 And so it was just this really icky cycle of I'm going to try to control the situation and he's going to push back and he wants the freedom. Yep. But I also, it was this odd place where we also were trying to build trust and let's mm -hmm. try to move forward after this breach of trust and, and rebuild. So it was this, it just was a lot of butting heads until yeah. we could figure out how to be actually safe for each other, how mm -hmm. I could learn to surrender and let go and say his choices are his own and, yeah. and to really trust that process. Um, and we did get to a place where I felt safe and, and, and could do that. Um, the interesting thing is the inner world part was left out for so for so much of it. And Say more. Um, well, like for me now dating, I want to know what you said when you're feeling low. And sometimes when we're in that place, me as a woman, if I'm feeling maybe a little more insecure and low about myself, I might show up more quiet and a little more withdrawn. And my partner may see that as they've done something wrong. Oh, men, men are all, their number one response is I need to fix something that I did wrong. <laughs> yes. When in reality, it's, it's my stuff. I'm yeah. just not being transparent or vulnerable about where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and one thing I think um, sometimes you, you, you may not be vulnerable, not because of something that I did, but just because of where you come from, what you've yeah. experienced. And we don't often, we don't deal with that. We don't acknowledge that enough. 
my wife and I are working really, really great at that now where it's, you know, if she's, if she's moving her energy is a certain way, like she'll just try to stop and, and name mm-hmm. that her energy is, is a, she's naming it, but she's also telling me what she knows I'm feeling as a result of her energy. It's a weird thing, but it makes me want to do this. It makes me want to return it because, you know, I have a million things going on in my head and I will withdraw in a moment's notice, not because of anything you did, um, just because I'm in my, I'm in a mode where I'm just, I'm a visionary. I'm just, you know, or I just don't feel like it, but I think that um, being able to name our history and not allowing our history to repeat itself. um, And I, I like to call it a roadmap. I think in relationships, one of the things that we often kind of fail to do is learn the other person's roadmap. And that is, why do you do what you do? Like, instead of criticizing, you know, what you do or why you move or why is it that you you you, you, you put your clothes here or why do you <laughs> trying to learn? Because for in most scenarios, if you ask me, you know, I want to learn, you know, more about you. Tell, tell me your line of thinking of why you, you put the dishes up that way, you know, or why you, you know, you, 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 you do the trash can the way you do it. I think that it gives a person an opportunity. It lets me know that you want to know more about mm-hmm. my why. And I think that when I get an understanding that you actually want to know more about my why everyone wants to talk about themselves in a way that's kind of letting you know that who they are if you just inquire yeah. man and woman especially a man if you just ask any man about if he cooks or whatever just ask him a question and i promise you he'll take the light in just telling you all of the reasons of how he got here or whatever the thing is he likes i think in this scenario what is important is learning or taking the time to learn the person's why, whatever those things are. And you, you spoke something about freedom. And I think we can sometimes abuse or misuse or use it as a weapon. Um, the one thing I have experienced when it comes to infidelity in relationships, I've been unfaithful more than once. I've been in relationships where the other, you know, the one was unfaithful to me. So like, but I've taken the time to assess my behavior, my whys, the patterns, all of these things, and still growing. But many times when people are unfaithful, let's say a man is unfaithful to a woman and they try to reconcile and repair, they usually don't get to the why. What was I feeling? Like why, not just, we know what I did, but like my heart's posture, like what, like what was I thinking? Why? Like, and I think, I think that that's one reason why we can't. It, it's so hard to repair is because when I'm talking and I'm I'm going through coaching or counseling, the man or the woman just wants to get past infidelity and let's just move on. Let's let's not talk. Let's not get into the details. We have to. In order to repair, we got to disassemble everything and really get to, and that requires vulnerability. Mm-hmm. He might he might have a pornography addiction that he is just shamed about, but he doesn't even realize it's addiction. And because it was normal in his childhood and 
he doesn't even know that it's, it's shame that's causing him to repel and not talk about it. So it can be a, a number of things, but if you don't discuss that, which requires being vulnerable. So if a man or woman says, I really want to repair this, I know that I was the, the offender, then you need to really divest oneself. Yes. And the, the, the riskiest thing is to be brutally, not just honest, you got to be trans vulnerable. All, you have to lay it all out if you really want this to. And it's going to be tears, a lot of things, but that's where you start to build. Honesty, and I, and I often say, yes, we want honesty. Honesty is the foundation. If you, you know, people, because I would see comments and people like, yeah, I'm all of those things or just give me vulnerability. I don't need it. No, you, you need honesty. You need to build upon that. But if a person isn't honest, then you don't even want vulnerability. You see what I'm saying? Like, and so I think you want all three and it's, a, it's, it's not something that you just wish it's something that you work at. And it's, it's practice because I know from my experience, when you are trying to repair you're, you have maybe all the tools and all the right verbiage. Okay. I know exactly what I want to do and how I'm going to say it. And then it, you bomb. And there's been plenty of times where, okay, can I start over? Can I, can we try this again? Or we just need to take a break. Um, there's so many times where I wanted to give up, like this mm -hmm. isn't working. I tried to do it the way that I was, you know, the better way it still didn't work. I still didn't feel safe. He still didn't feel safe. And so yeah. now we're back in that same a uh, little cycle. cycle and, yeah. Yeah. And so it is it, one, it takes the practice for both mm -hmm. of you to be safe because especially after infidelity, infidelity, it feels like only one of you is not safe, but both of yeah. you are not safe. Right. True statement. True statement. And, true statement. and I didn't understand that for a long time. It was just, no, you did those things. I didn't really do anything. And then right, he finally right. woke up and realized I had a lot of things I need to work on in yeah. order to move past. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. And there, and there is an emotional maturity there is a certain level of emotional maturity that must be present you know that you that in order to really do like what you're saying you did to arrive to a place to say yes you did the big thing you know we see the big thing the big hole in the wall you're responsible for the infidelity and it's not to try to share blame it's just to be emotionally you know aware intelligent mature to be able to say that ah, but I have some things or mm -hmm. like there's some things that I also need to be pay attention to concerning myself, right? Um, because one of the one of the worst things is, do you know how many times he's tried to talk to you? Yeah. And when every time he tries to talk to you, make the conversation about you or you somehow joke it off or sarcastic. Like it's, it's, it's so many small little, you know. Well, you know what I would do is when I would hear that somebody else had maybe had an affair or they had an addiction, I went to judgment of those people with my partner. Like, oh, you know, she might, if he cheated on her because she's really stopped taking care of her. Like ridiculous. Mm -hmm reasons and judgments that I placed on other people. But I would also follow that up with, if you ever cheated, I would be out of here. 
So guess See? what? <laughs> He's like, okay, you're not safe. And so he said, I will take this to the grave because if I tell you, like you said in the beginning, you will leave. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like, it's, it requires the, the, the goal is freedom and freedom is in our vulnerability. Vulnerability is a journey, right? But you have to want it. But like, it's not, oh, this destination at the corner of the street, but like you are, what you just said, I just wish it was on the, you know, billboard. Like, like it's those small things. It's not about, oh, because what happens is I want him or her, if she's the one, I want her I would let's focus on, you know, that person, but there are small, small things, the frequency in which you argue, or when you do, when, when he does try to bring something to you, or you try to bring something to, to him, you know, like, it's just kind of, you know, whatever. But when, when the other person brings something to you, then it's, we're going to, you know, it's so many things that just kind of begins to not kill, but kind of deteriorate, it kind of causes the relationship in many ways, but you don't get to assess those things if you aren't emo in a, a place emotionally where you're willing to look at oneself, yeah. not just the other person. Can you look at yourself and just focus on yourself? And like, okay, not that, because there is, I think, when I say that, I want to be very careful for the listener because I know that the other side of that is the person who crucifies himself. You know, they, you know, when, if someone is unfaithful, if, if a man is dating a woman and she's unfaithful, he would think all bad about himself because of where, of how he was raised and what he's experienced. And so it's not something that he did. It could just be that the other person just wasn't ready for a relationship and all of the other things. So there's a, there's balance. But what I think is very important that I see more often than not is look at yourself, assess yourself, you know, make sure your heart's, you know, in the right place. Um, but everybody has room to grow. And I think that um, I just, just hearing everything that you're saying, I think it is very powerful. Um, so for me, my desire to discuss being honest and transparent and vulnerable. And for me and my home is to create an environment where even my two little ones can feel like they can open their mouth and share what they're feeling or can the little toddler spaz out and not, you know, feel like it's the end of the world. Like, every aspect of my life I want to create, I want, and I want to create this. And when you said that for, you know, your husband or at the time is like, oh, okay. Every time somebody messed up, you pulled out, you know, the measuring <laughs> stick and the hammer, like, you know, like I'm, and in his mind, he's filing away all of these things. And he doesn't, he doesn't realize it, but he's filing it away. He's filing it away. He's filing it away. So it's like, ah, uh, even though you might not see it, you're very judgmental. And my wife, I love, I, let me tell you what I love about my wife, because I can see her trusting me more and feeling safe with me more, right? And she confessed to me, she sees how I deal with people. And sometimes people don't deal with me well, 
but I tried to deal with them well or better than what I would have done in the past. And she says, man, I need to grow. And she says, she says, I'm so judgmental. And I didn't see that. Like she, like, she's not like around her just, you know, casting people to hell, but there's the narrative. You see somebody do something, there's a narrative that you created about this and you already knew it to be true. Right. Oh, but I, she was, I didn't always say it out loud, but yes. It's right. Yeah. Right. You know, and the beautiful smile, all of this, but there's a narrative and that impacts how you do life with people yes. and what you share with people and how you divest yourself with people. But a lot of that was taught to oh, her. For sure. You know what? So one uh, year, I think it was 2020, maybe 2019, Mm-hmm. People choose a word of the year. My word was curiosity because mm-hmm. I was in that place where I thought my head, even just my inner world is just so critical and judgmental of yes. myself and of others. Yes. And so what if I just choose to be curious about why I'm thinking what I'm thinking mm-hmm. or curious about why they are doing what they're doing? And mm-hmm. it changed my world. It mm-hmm. changed my world. So yes, there's, there's still some of that in there, but it's, but- different but I the awareness that. but but the difference is you're aware and you can assess yourself without judging yourself you can assess yourself and say you know but you said something curious curious for me th- i'm gonna tell you why your listeners whoever's listening why this is powerful you write that word curious down because you're saying before i judge i want to know why i want to ask questions and that is one of the things you're able to do to get me to open up like my wife instead of judging why i'm doing this or getting an attitude ask me why be curious as into the why before you create the narrative if you can just have a little curiosity then all of a sudden it's probably not what you think it is most of the time like never it's never like i would say 90 percent of the time it's not what you think but you've become so comfortable in this silo this thing that you've you've constructed it's impermeable like you know like and you have your narratives yeah. and then what happens you enter into a relationship a covenant and you, you look well, and everything is great on the outside, but you have a narrative about every single thing. If he did, if he turned his phone over, there's a narrative. If he, <laughs> if he didn't, if he didn't respond back in 30 seconds of a text message, there's a narrative. And there's, because you've created such a sophisticated system in your mind of how and what is true, that's not really true. And you've never You've never challenged it before. You've never challenged your thinking. And when you say, I arrived to a place that I'm going to be curious, that was like, that was, that was it because that created a space for you to be able to assess yourself without judging and saying something. And you're, you're not saying something is wrong with you. No, but it's saying, where I are these, a lot of it was, where are these beliefs coming from? Why do yeah. I place a judgment on a stranger on the street. Oh, it's probably because of, it makes sense. I grew up in a home where we were judging the neighbor or, you know, it's right. But, but you, 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 you caught it. Mm-hmm. You caught being judgmental. Your parents would say, this is how you, this is how, you know, this is how you judge it. When this happens, this is what you do. You saw it and you caught it. 
you caught to be that's that's how you build the barriers and these in these infrastructures these belief systems it was something that you caught and so just the same way of being vulnerable it's like you have to see it and when you start seeing it it's it's ter it's terrifying for me to get behind the microphone and to tell people you know, the number of sexual partners, to tell people the lust, to tell people the lies, to tell people, you know, all of the things, not all in just one sitting, you know, like, because sometimes I'll get off, I'll get from, you know, a Sunday morning or a podcast, and I'll just be like, man, that was dumb. I should have never said that. I should I should have, you know, like, I. but there's always someone who's like, thank you, because I, I needed someone who could be honest so that people don't feel, feel like they're the only ones. And I think, oh, yeah. you know, for me, what, what you said, I, I'm still coming back to it, like being curious as to why you, you believe that. If you never arrive to a place where you're willing to challenge why you believe what you think you believe, you can never truly like mature, grow, see or experience. Like you can't possibly believe that everything you believe is justified, it's, it's, it's right. It's like, yo, just challenge it. Just be curious. And maybe you find nothing new, but like, you know, who told you? Who, like I, I would ask people like, who told you that? Yeah. Ask yourself, who, so who told you that? Who told you that? And it's like, yeah, nobody. I just <laughs> actually nobody told me that. I just believed it to be true because of the narrative. Yeah, that's powerful. That's very powerful. Okay, we're ending it on that because I have loved all of this, Isaac. It's refreshing to hear a different perspective that is, it's sure. the same topic, different yes. perspective. So yes. thank you so much for tell your boyfriend. Uh, what's his name? First name? Isaiah. Isaiah, you tell Isaiah, I love his name, but you tell Isaiah that I said thank you for giving you that um that video. Yes, I will. I appreciate <laughs> it. And I'm thank you for this opportunity to just converse with you. Um, if there's an opportunity in the future, I would love to be able to uh, come back again. Absolutely. Tell me, uh, tell the listeners where they can find you and I will put your links in the show notes. Um, on Instagram, Facebook, you can find me at I am Isaac Curry. That's I-S-S-A-C-C-U-R-R-Y. I am Isaac Curry. You can find on every platform and my website. You can find it Isaac Curry. That's I-S-S-A-C-C-U-R-R-Y.com. And from there, you'll be able to find everything else about me. Great. Thank okay. You. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks for being here with me today. Whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email.